Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to the 2009 Beyond the INC Christmas Special. The podcast that does not need a Facebook campaign to be your festive number one. Now, at this time of year, certain things are important. I mean, things like friends and family coming together to enjoy some quality time in each other's company. Yeah, that's right. So with that in mind, we sent out a Christmas invitation to Keane to join Andrew and myself with some festive cheer. Now, sadly, due to the heavy snow that's affecting half of the Northern Hemisphere at the moment, uh, Richard was stuck in a snowdrift up north and he wasn't able to make it down to London to be with us. Happily, though, Tim and Beth both struggled through the cold to join us for a little chat. Now, we know that you always want to hear as much of our, our chat uh, with the band as possible, um, you know, keep the gimmicks to a minimum. Um, so that's what we've tried to bring you this time. Here is our conversation with Tim and kind of with Beth in full. Enjoy. Beyond the um, uh, hi, Tim. Hi. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas this to is, you. This is a very damn beat to start with, isn't it? <laughs> Um, no, we you know we should have um, I don't know we should have had something to drink first. But, um, yeah, um, thank you for coming over. It's uh, it's a pleasure, pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank um, you for inv- inviting us. I'm I'm sorry, the other guys couldn't come. Um, no, it's been a whole year since the the last thing that we did um, with you coming over onto the podcast. Lots changed since last year because this time last year we were talking about um, I don't know. It was all perfect symmetry and touring, and things were really busy. And now they're not so much. Indeed, yeah, we're we're all all finished, really. Um, well, completely, that's it. That's the end finished, of the band. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's 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 weird. It's funny how these things sort of go so quickly in a way. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's been uh, this year in particular has been amazing, especially for the touring has been really really fun and lots of new places and it's, it's been I think I think it's been our best year of touring ever actually um, but it has I think probably because of that it went very quickly and then suddenly you find that you're saying goodbye to everyone and and uh, you know got to start thinking about the next thing but then the it's quite nice having the um, you know the CP sort of in the in the pipeline so you don't have a kind of indefinite huge space before anything else you have an EP coming out tell us more about it when can we buy it (laughs) well uh, it comes out on May the 10th I believe Um, I actually made a point reminding myself of this before uh, leaving my house this morning (laughs) um, because I thought it might come up Uh, but yeah it's it's all it's finished the music's finished um, at last it all took it's one of these things that started off as a a sort of a bit of a fun idea to do while we were on the road and then um you know inevitably it turned into a massive project that was um just seemed to go on and on forever and take up a huge amount of time uh but it was it's it's really fun and we're we're really very proud of it and i think it's it's nice to have well first i'm proud that we've actually achieved that thing you know we're always saying oh we must do some recording while we're on the road and come up with some new stuff and um, we've actually managed to do it this time and uh, and also not to feel that there's now this endless space before we do another album and you know it makes me feel a bit like we're there's a kind of creative momentum going on so it's uh, yeah it's good so basically you've sort of toured and picked uh, and recorded little bits as you've gone along and accidentally produced a whole album is that how it's turned out but yeah basically um, there was a sort of tipping point where we decided that we wanted to put put it put what we had together into an album. I think we got to uh, well, we started when, when we did the stuff with Canaan, which was back in April, I think. Um, it was just before we went to Australia, whenever that was. Um, that was you know that was really just a one-off kind of. Let's get get in with him and see what happens. Um, and then uh, I was sort of pushing to do this cover of the Yellow Magic Orchestra song um, which is um, that one Ishin Denshin which is re- it turned out really good actually but that took that, that we only finished like the day before it was mastered or something <laughs> so that took about eight months to get together uh, this was a kind of something <laughs> what? <laughs> oh god we'll bleep that out <laughs> That was a song title. Oh, this is marvellous. Well, I can't... Oh, God. 
that's the unknown song title that's going to be the, the front page of Q magazine Keen's eighth song revealed at last um, I can see what? why you wouldn't let him come on his own <laughs> oh god you see, you see what I have to put up with um I can't, what was I saying? Anyway, you were telling us rambling about, on. You yes, telling anyway. us about a song you can't tell us about, basically. Yeah, anyway, the, the, the gist of it was that we had lots of things and lots of ideas. We had some things done and some some ideas that we also wanted to put record. And then I, I remember when we were in America, we sort of said, OK, well, are we actually going to do this properly or not? And we wrangled about that for a while and then decided to, to go for it. And, it, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's kind of spiralled into something that is really, really, really exciting. Um, yeah, it's it, it's also nice to do something that doesn't have the pressure of being like, you know, our next album and you feel that everything has to be sort of... Well, it's easy to fall into a trap of labouring over stuff too much and feeling that it's such a big deal. Um, mm. And this has been a, a much looser process. Uh, and I think, in a way, that's really benefited the music. So that, in turn, is a kind of... I feel we've learned a lot from that. Are you worried how, about how to to label this? Because um, I read the I read the piece that, that Tom did with John Earls, um, that he, he seemed to go on and on about the, you know, what to call it, and he settled right. on 8-track, I think. But <laughs> you're, you're very sure that this isn't an album. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, I've, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's really... Um, it's funny I, I remember talking to um, one of the guys at Island Records um, a few months ago and he was saying oh you know in the in the old days when Island first started putting records out you know an album was an eight song album was a quite a big album you know <laughs> uh, you know we didn't have spread across of, two sides of uh, yeah exactly you know it's, uh, the, the days of you know these well I mean some albums it seems like sort of five years ago like you'd, you'd get these albums that had like 18 songs on them and stuff especially mm. in the kind of hip-hop world and yeah, skits and things like that yeah yeah exactly and it, you know so anyway i it depends how you define an album i think this one clocks in at about just over half an hour or something like that so it's i wouldn't say it's a it's not exactly a full-length lp as i've as we've come to know it but it's uh it's not far off so it's um it's a it's quite a, a chunky thing and it's I suppose what we the reason we were unsure about whether to kind of go for it in the first place is that we didn't want to sort of build up the idea that we were releasing something else and then for it to be like you know two remixes and a b-side or something <laughs> equally disappointed so I hope it's I, I'm really proud of the songs we've done and I, I hope that everyone else is excited about them too and I mean yeah. there's been an album every every two years now hasn't there it's 2004 mm. 6 8 and 10 so mm-hmm. We do spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, that's another reason we wanted to do it, actually. I kind of feel like, um, you know, it's I, I, I know why it is this way, but it feels like that isn't enough. You know, if you look at the sort of, if you go back to the 70s, people were churning out records the whole time, you know, and, you know, Neil Young used to release three records a year or something ridiculous and you know even people like Ryan Adams is you know famous for releasing a lot of music and I I don't know if I'd necessarily well you've got to keep an eye on your quality control as well but um I, I wish we could put out more music but thankfully we we are sort of there's a lot of demand for us to go and tour and that's a a, a wonderful thing and it um you know we love doing that as well but it does mean that basically as long as you're out on the road it is it's hard to record um and write as well but you know as we have proved ourselves it's it's not impossible what we um just to change subject completely what we did um what we did a week or so ago um i don't know we seem to you know we, we obviously have done this a little bit you know we've had quite a few opportunities for which we're we're, we're obviously we're, we're fantastically grateful um so what we thought we'd do seeing as you know christmas is a time to to bring people together um <laughs> the time when assistants and band members come together to you know enjoy the hospitality of fans and friends um 
So what we thought we'd do, we, um, Chris suggested that we set up a telephone number um, where people could call us and leave messages for us. Um, I don't know how successful this is going to be, because um, a lot of them are very muffled, particularly ones from far away, because the quality of the line's not very good. Um, so some people have left us messages, which we thought we'd play to you, some of which have got questions in, Great. Some, some of which don't, um, some of which, you know, just um, borderline psychotic, to be <laughs> honest. Um, so uh, here we go. Hi guys, um, my name's Jenny, I'm just ringing from Perth on the west coast of Australia. Uh, it's about 10.30 at night here at the moment and it is blistering hot, so as you can imagine, it's pretty hard to get into the Christmas mood here. Um, just ringing to say that I love the podcast, listen to it all the time, and I finally got a chance to see the band play live um, here earlier in the year in March, and of course that was absolutely amazing. It's the best gig probably of my life so far. Um, just a quick question, I would love to know what you guys are predicting for the band next year, um, whether or not you'll think they'll be touring much next year, um, after the Forest Tour, and also um, whether or not you think they might be coming back to Australia sometime soon. Anyway, all the best, and I um, hope you have a great Christmas and New Year's. Thanks, bye. Uh, that was that was an Australian woman whose name <laughs> whose name we will record later and drop in seamlessly. <laughs> was it Jenny? Jenny. Was it Jenny? That was Jenny. Better, better memory than me. Uh, well, that was very sweet. Um, we, yeah, the forest tour is the the main thing that's happening next year. Uh, I think a few other little things might drop in around that if we can uh, make the make the timing work, as they say. Um, yeah, uh, let me think. What else? I, I don't. I don't know. There might be something else. Um, we we were trying to work out um going back to the states um that that might happen <laughs> we're very organized as you can tell uh, i mean the main thing the main thing that's happening next year is is probably going to be me trying to write some songs and and you know we we'll, we we'll want to get back in for studio um as soon as that's all come together um but yeah I, I i don't really know the forest tour is the only thing that's solid at the moment and everything else is kind of um a nice idea i would be yeah i don't wanna, i don't wanna rule anything out but i i think we'll we'll be resisting the urge to suddenly start booking up loads of touring next year because um as i was saying you know earlier you suddenly find that there's no time to write and then um i get in a huge panic <laughs> I mean, th- there was one song that's come out recently, uh, Sovereign Light Cafe, which mm. um, you've been playing, and there's been, you know, a lot of speculation as to where that's going to fit in. Is that, you know, was the intention for that to be a B-side or maybe to pop up on the night train? Or? Um, it was something that I um, did a demo of while we were out in Europe in the summer at some point. Um, I remember sitting in the back of the tour bus in uh, a field in holland somewhere with a duvet over my head um trying to (laughs) sing without upsetting anyone um but uh yeah it's it was never well basically i i I really love that song i think we're all excited about it and um it was something that we we'd kind of got the 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 sketch for the night train ep together by then and um, so that was always kind of put aside for the next album, really. So, uh, so it won't be coming out before then, I don't think. But so that, that's kind of the first, actually, the first kind of real building block for the next record. It's the it's the first time in four four and a half years that you've played, you've debuted something before you've gone and recorded it. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, again, that's something that we we wanted to wanted to do I mean with the the last with Perfect Symmetry we kept saying we wanted to do that and then there was just you know there's never enough time to do all the things you want mm. to do it's, it's crazy really um, but I think there's a lot of value in doing it and even just doing that one song a little bit in Canada and um, wherever else we played it um, was kind of quite informative and you know it just gives you a chance to try things without the pressure of feeling that the you know the clock is ticking in the studio or you're wasting everyone's time or whatever and just trying different tempos and different keys and you know the, the lyrics still aren't finished um and you know even even just the sort of the way we want to approach it is still very much up in the air so yeah it's uh, really nice to do it and i'm, I'm the response to it uh, has 
been really really positive which is um really <laughs> encouraging it's kind of a, a really nice way to start the the process of writing the next record i'll tell you what's annoying about the forest tour is that we're going to be missing you too at glastonbury are you going to be at glastonbury in any other capacity <laughs> well i'm very eager to get down there as is tom um I, it's going to be logistically difficult, but uh, I would like to think that it's not impossible. Um, I don't think. Um, I think it would be tricky for us to do anything substantial. Uh, but you know, I mean, to be honest, we're not even trying to do anything. That's the, the summer anyway. Beyond the forest, or I, th- I think in the UK anyway. Um, and to be honest, I don't think. Oh, well, I won't bore you with the details. But you, there's only you're only you can only do so many gigs in one place at one time because mm. otherwise the promoters get you get uh, into contractual things. And yeah, it's very dull, very dull. But you know, understandable. Um, but anyway. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I I hope that we can do some other stuff around that tour, and it would be great to go back to Europe. And um, it all, well, to be honest, it all depends how excited people are about the EP. Um, you know, and that goes for the fans and also for you know, I suppose record labels as well. You know, if it it depends. You know, there are some people who um, just you know. Re- we love working with and, and really enjoy working with us and have always been supportive and they sort of can't wait to have a, a an EP to to do stuff with it it just depends depends on the country and the, and the people really mm. well how how I was getting onto this is that um, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about um, about whether you could play in Bexhill um, <laughs> uh, because of the uh, ties ties in with Sovereign Light Cafe, Cafe I see um, there's a um, uh, there's quite a lot of shows um, there at the start of next year, right? Yeah, Re- relative, relatively like big name acts to be playing mm. in in Bexhill. Well, the, the Dillowall Pavilion, which I imagine is where yeah, some, yeah. if not all of them, are. Um, <clears throat> it's a great little venue. And may, have you guys been there? I've it's, been past it on the bus, but that's about it. You've been past it on the bus. <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> From I think it was Eastbourne to Hastings. Is that possible? Yeah, I suppose if it's, I suppose they would go along. They'd be dropping people off in Bexhill. It's snowing. Yeah. It's snowing. It How incredibly snowing. festive! Oh, with the Christmas tree and the snow in the background. Um, that's so, lovely. Sorry, I don't want to derail this. Yes, Bexhill. <laughs> um, play in Bexhill. Yeah, well, I would love to play there. Is my point. I, I went to see um, uh, a little collaboration between. Do you know that band Tongue? That's yes, Tongue and Tin Tinari one. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was a few months ago I suppose but uh, that was great and that's the first time the last time I went to a show there it was Peter Skellen and Richard Stilgo who you guys probably haven't even heard of um, but they're, they're <laughs> a couple of old like sort of light entertainers um, brilliant actually but um, completely different style of music anyway um, that venue is cool and and yeah they seem they've really they've completely refurbished with Dillowall Pavilion which is one of the great sort of it's one of the the best examples of art deco architecture in Britain and it's a great sort of iconic building and I I think it would be an amazing place to play they also have a as well as the venue inside they have a big sort of bandstand thing out the back you know with the sea in the background it's really spectacular Um, so I would love to do something there Um, I think we all would uh, but um, we'll we'll have to see I mean we're every year we talk about doing a homecoming gig of some sort um and uh we will do it eventually we'll stay patient then <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we're, we're just so it's it's difficult because you know you we we desperately want to do s- stuff like that but it's <clears throat> it's um it's more complicated than you would think it it, it should be yeah mm. um you did talk about obviously writing the next record and, and writing this year. Is, is all of your writing this year going to be exclusively for Keen? Um, I I don't know. I've I've done a few other bits recently, um, 
and I it's always hard to know wh- whether any of them are actually going to come to you know come to anything basically um so it's hard it's kind of hard to talk about them without mm. uh knowing whether they're ever going to see the light of day but I, basically I've, I've done a few other little bits um with some other stuff that's been really really fun um there might be one or two things early next year as well um but i i'm getting to the point now where i i want to sort of really focus on on keen again because it's very easy to start getting distracted and then yeah yeah of course you know again time starts running away so uh there's there (laughs) there might be there's one other thing that i'm i'm doing uh that I don't know if I should be, I should be talking about or not, but it um, just a little a little kind of side project, um, which is a nice um, way to sort of indulge a, a different style of songwriting. Can you can you tell I'm being deliberately vague here? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that should be. I, I don't even know when that's going to come out, but hopefully that'll be sometime next year as well. See, I wish in a way this was done in video because there's a fascinating dynamic <laughs> of the way that Beth's eyes shift. <laughs> it's Beth, Beth getting twitchy. <laughs> Fantastic. Her hand is just reaching over from behind my eye line. Yeah. So in sort of in stylistic terms, is it sort of a little bit further from the mainstream than what you do with Keen? Um, it's just a completely different style. Um, it's... Uh, it's more kind of um country rock i suppose <laughs> but it's actually um <clears throat> yeah i wish i i don't i don't want to talk about it too much because it's okay. a, a keen <clears throat> keen podcast obviously but it's it's just a really it's a really fun thing and i um i'm, I'm i will have an opportunity to to talk about it more very soon um but it's uh it's been nice to just I don't know. I think uh, what I found writing with other people is that you, you it's you always learn something, you know, like um the first thing I, I ever did was was the um early winter thing with with Gwen Stefani and that I really felt like I'd it sort of opened my eyes to a completely different way of working and a whole different genre of music and it was just very inspiring and each time I've done that it, it really just makes me think in a new way. So I think anything musically you do for me, it all kind of feeds back into um, hopefully making me a, bit, a better songwriter for for. King I thought stuff. you were going to say more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you never Re- know. Reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah, that's bas- basically what it comes down to. Is um, that's what I'm aiming for at the end of the day. So, <laughs> uh, no, it's, I mean, this really, yeah, I, it's. I definitely feel like now. Um, again, you know, I, as you may be able to tell from my songwriting generally, I, I sort of am very conscious of pa- the passing of time, and it all, I always feel like I don't have enough time to do everything I want to do, and you know that's probably a, a pretty common sensation for human beings. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I really just want to do what is the most fun now. I'm, I, uh, it's very easy, or it would be very easy now to s- start thinking, God, I've got all these opportunities and. Um, to suddenly find that you're in it for as a businessman and trying to make money out of songwriting, yeah. and it's it's lovely to be able to do that, but um, it's it's much more important to to try and learn new things and and just sort of have fun musically. We haven't got any more live stuff booked up, have we? No. Are we still trying to go to America? <laughs> you just get on whatever plane you're told to, don't you? <laughs> Basically, yeah. You do have Where a mic, Beth. You can, you know, you can say yes and no, and um. yeah, that'll be the, the the main. That'll be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Beth confirms huge tour for next year. <laughs> her lips said nothing, but her eyes said yes. Exactly. Uh, I think that could actually be a country song title. I'd write that one down if I were. <laughs> That's a good one. I um, like that. <laughs> Um, uh, well, yeah, sounds slightly dodgy. Are uh, you going to see the Pet Shop Boys tonight? Well, I don't think I am. Um, I was going to go with Richard. Uh, he's stuck in a snowdrift somewhere in the north of England. Um, um, he's, pr- he's probably out shearing sheep or something, hunting. <laughs> exactly. He's up, up. wrestling a bear. <laughs> He, he is up on his farm then 
Uh, yes, he, uh, I, th- I think so, yeah. Unless he just happened to be on the M1 or something and it got snowed in. Yeah, he's up in the, up in the countryside somewhere. Now, is, that a, is that a serious thing for him? I mean, it, obviously asking you questions about him is sort of an odd <laughs> way of approaching this, but um, obviously th- this, these genuinely are not like notes related to that. <clears throat> we, we only made these like five minutes before we arrived because <laughs> we're always worried that we'll have nothing to talk about, but... Um, you know, is is that a serious thing for him, or is it just sort of a you know well, re- wrestling bears, <laughs> <laughs> well, well farming mostly? But I mean, uh, n- uh, no, I, th- I think. Um, well, I I, I don't want to speak for him too much, but I, I think you know it's he's he's not sort of up at four a.m. milking cows or anything. Uh, it's more a sort of um, country place to to get away and. Um, there's lots of stuff up there that he loves doing like rock climbing and it's a beautiful part of the world as well um, just and uh, you know it's a nice escape from the sort of uh, being on endless aeroplanes and all the sort of um, madness that you get with being in a band um, so uh, yeah I think it's it's more the, the peace and quiet and um, solitude rather than the uh, the agricultural <laughs> qualities <laughs> I know because you know it seems like I don't know maybe farming is the next big thing for you know musicians to get into that you know this well, gener this generation of acts will all end up you know owning sheep. Or- I've always wanted to be a farmer actually. Um, farming and, and joinery are the two things that I've, I've always wanted to get good at. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. You you wouldn't be able to combine serious farming with being in a band. I think otherwise you'd be you'd be going to bed at roughly the same time that you'd need to be getting up every every day I think so uh, you'd never sleep so if you want to be serious in a band you've got to stay up all night basically that's the that's the tip well what I find is when you're on the road especially you can't if you come on stage at about midnight um, there's no point trying to go to bed until three or four in the morning so you're just too wired so you end up on a very sort of weird jet lagged uh, body clock that m- makes you <clears throat> unable to socialise with anyone else who isn't in a band. Um, this is quite weird, but fun. You still you still socialise with you know with with mates and bands. Do you have any you know anyone else in, in bands who are particular friends, or, or would you not want to drop any names? Um, <laughs> let me think. I mean, there's loads of people that we've met sort of on our travels, especially the people. The people I'm always very pleased to see are people who kind of started off at the same time as us. Um, the class of 2004 <clears throat> exactly that's exactly what it is yeah and it's it's a funny thing you sort of it's like as as people sort of gradually drop out um of the of the the sort of race or whatever you call it it's it's nice that there's a sort of core of you know the people like the, the guys and the killers are really nice and um i don't know franz fernand razorlight and who else is there kaiser chiefs uh snow patrol trying to think who else there is um but you know that sort of yeah <clears throat> gaggle of bands uh, and they're all just really nice people and you, you sort of get through the you know what it's like you start off when you first bring out your albums you're all kind of in competition and you you're sort of uh verbally kind of jostling for space as it were yeah. um and when you when you once you sort of got a bit further down the line it's it's much more of a sense of um you know that they're more like kind of comrades and it's nice to have you feel like a little bit like you've been on the journey together even though you're you're very rarely actually together if you know what i mean yeah um one one a good friend that i've made is um john roderick who's toured with us a few times um from uh the long winters who are still a, <clears throat> i think one of the most sort of criminally underrated bands on the planet even though they have a you know a, a great fan base and a very well respected they i don't, sort of don't understand why they're not very very popular indeed but um anyway he's a lovely man and, and always very very interesting and funny um and uh yeah a, a good guy to talk to about music as well um is there anything you'd recommend from this year in particular it's you know we ask you this every year <laughs> and every year i wish i'd thought about it before coming in um this year in particular what would have been my favourite thing I don't know it's been <coughs> it's been a bit of a weird year isn't it I've, it's been a bit mixed I think the I'm trying to think what would have been my favourite record I really loved the um, La Rue record 
which I guess ended up being really popular. I don't know if it's done amazingly well, or I know she had at least one massive single, but all the singles seem to have done really well one way or the other. Um, but I think it's a, I don't know, I'm always just full of admiration for people who release a record that has, you know, they, they sort of release one single after another, and you think, oh, they've got another really good one as well. Mm. And before you know it, you're basically loving sort of two thirds of the record, and yeah. it's, um, that's, that's the way it should be, and it's a, it's a rarity um, these days but there's been some great records Passion Pit a really good band I thought um, that was a, mm. um, a very good album um, what else I'm sure there's been loads of other stuff that I've now forgotten <laughs> how about you Chris I, I'd never ask you this sort of thing I think um, obviously the Lily Allen record I enjoyed that and was that this year surely that came out last year oh, I think it was February that was this year yeah, yeah. and uh, Paolo Natini's both second albums but you know I thought they were both very very good have you had the, um, the Telekinesis record no that's a good record okay um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I'm trying to think of other things that you might have um, what about Pains, Pains Being Pure at Heart don't think I've heard that one. I'll I check can, it out on Spotify. I can, I, yeah, I can lend you if you want. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> we do have guests. Um, that's all right. Carry on. Um, no, it's your, it's your those, podcast. Those are both. Those are both really good records. Um, um, uh, yeah. Um, actually, yeah. Talking of talking of record sales and things like that. Um, did you buy a single this week? No. God, no. I, I can see by the look on your face that this you've tired of this already. You mean the X Factor? Yeah. Rage? I, I just, I, yeah I there's something a little bit gross about the whole thing I just thought I just, yeah <clears throat> I, I, I mean who I, it just feels to me like by setting up a massively contrived campaign like that to be Christmas number one which is about as commercial as you can possibly get that's that doesn't exactly sound like bucking the system to me um but i don't know i thought the whole thing was really cynical and gross i mean who cares if the x factor people are number one or whatever it is you know it's do you think it would have been different if it had been a different record or is it just the fact that it was a campaign at all um well i think i think the fact that it's a band that are setting themselves up as being you know whatever it is they set themselves up as beings are icons of anti-establishment anti you know commercial nonsense and anti pretty much everything else and you know to be getting embroiled in something like that just seems seems a little bit cynical and a bit um you know well like i say it's i mean i i wouldn't judge i just don't think christmas the Christmas number one is a is a time to sort of gauge what the best record is that's out there at the moment, you know. Um, or it, it's it's just not a it, you know Christmas traditionally is a time for greatest hits records and you know now it's all the X Factor and whatever else, but it's it's rarely a time for sort of a battle of fantastic music, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, it, the whole thing just seems weird to me. I yeah it's a little bit it's just it's just too cynical for my liking did you um did you hear the um the stacy solomon on x factor she sang somewhere only we know nice i, I take it you didn't <laughs> you didn't uh didn't hear that then i'll see that, see um, that week. i i did not but i know who she is because i've watched one or two episodes of this series quite early on having never watched it before um so I, I I know she was um she seemed very nice. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about her really. I'm not sure I even heard her sing. Um but uh yeah, well that's cool. It's do you know what? it's nice to have a song that um is sort of I don't know. Is is that a sort of it's it's a it's a compliment, isn't it? I, I think it's it's nice to have a song that's I mean that song must come out six years ago or something five years ago I don't know um, yeah so yeah, it's cool nice it transcends genres <laughs> exactly it's, <laughs> I mean it's a, it's a modern classic isn't it basically <laughs> um, one of the greats <laughs> I look forward to more hearing more expected contestants sing it next year yeah let's hope beyond the 
Good, good. Uh, we've had a question here from Mia Smith-Nash. Uh, and she's basically just asking about the retrospective EPs. Uh, there was one came out, I think it was sort of six months ago, all about everybody's changing, and there was quite a selection of things on there, you know, live tracks and demos. People are just saying, you know, when's the next one coming out, really? Have you got any plans? We have. This is a, <laughs> this is a bone of contention between me and Beth, um, because we've, we've, we've got the other one, the second one has been finished for some little time <laughs> and I keep and I um, you know I, I was waiting for it to come out months and months ago and then anyway it's sort of got um, bulldozed out of the way by the, the night train thing but I still don't know when we're releasing it I think it's end of January now end of January there we go excellent news <laughs> is that a Beyond the INC exclusive you say everything's a Beyond the INC exclusive <laughs> Usually when we're wrong about stuff, <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't stop Even anyone better. else. Um, uh, which which song is this one for? Well, it's so long ago I can hardly remember now. <laughs> but it's I think it's um, is a bit of this is the last time. I think um, I'm probably saying also I don't think this is important enough to not be able to say on the <laughs> podcast, is it? Um, it's 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 a, it's a good one. I'm just trying to remember what's on it there's at least one sort of unheard version of this is the last time which is like a really um super sort of pop version with lots of programming that i think when i was sort of going mad in in logic um i would say before probably before everybody's changing the fierce panda version even came out i think um and then there's uh, I think there's some sunshine stuff on there is that right Beth? Um, oh there you go it's a, it's a sunshine centric EP I'm glad that that mic down next to you Beth is picking up some of this but <laughs> it's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> it's the best stuff uh, what else there's, there's um, <clears throat> at least one unreleased track I think or unreleased demo rather um, and I think a live version of Sunshine I can't remember what else um, but it's that sort of stuff there's, there's some good little bits on there um, how, on, a, on a sort of a similar uh, sort of thread um, how much input did you have into the re-release of Hopes and Fears um, given um, that there's nothing there's nothing unheard at all on, on there well there's almost nothing unheard in existence anymore um, <laughs> we've we've mined uh, all the all the hard drives so if, if only you died then then <laughs> there'd be all this all this stuff to come out yeah well exactly you know um, so that kind of sounded quite bad didn't it it's fine you, know. <laughs> you sound a bit disappointed there Andrew <laughs> well I will die eventually sooner or later um, it's just a question of whether I can time it for I should probably aim for just before Christmas. Yeah, November time. Yeah, um, that'll be. Or just before you be start your residency at the O2. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Can we just get rid of all this? This is an incredibly bad taste. <laughs> all the best humour is. Um, I think yeah, that would be my to step things up for the uh, if I was going to try and keep X Factor off number one. Maybe I'll just I'll try and die. Um, what was the question? Oh yeah, the um well what we I mean there there really isn't much sort of re unreleased stuff that's suitable for a proper kind of you know LP type release. Mm. Um but there's I mean there's stuff there's a lot of music on there for a kind of deluxe edition. I think it's it's what are it thirty seven songs, um, which I think is a, a pretty a decent value at least. Yeah, um, I think it's a, a lot of music, and I, I think lots of it's well really good. And I, I think to be honest, you know, there are obviously for people who have been really sort of following the band with sort of dedication and enthusiasm since day one, they've you know probably got most if not all of that stuff but it's yeah. um for the for the more casual listener I, I doubt they'd have any of it uh, it's um, a nice sort of box set of you know the, the stuff that if you were obsessively following them you know you, them you um <laughs> that you, you know you would end up with but. yeah exactly and i think it's um you can't really expect you know there's a very small proportion of people who have 
um some all of that stuff but you know things like the um the wolf at the door stuff i mean i think i mean obviously a lot of that stuff gets kind of disseminated through the internet now so there's only i I don't think we can kind of be held responsible for whether people have heard that or not but it's i think we only made 50 copies of that ep in the first place so Mm. it's it's as near to unreleased as you can get i think there's a lot of people who've paid a lot of money for one of those that you know fuming now that you know it's the the value decreased in, instantly well probably i don't, I don't know what they kind of been expecting because uh, i mean there's really i think all the all the demos are on there aren't they did we put all the demos on there i can't remember anyway well yeah like i say i mean there's it's, I think it's that, a more it's a the casual fan yeah yeah definitely i mean as i think i think we've I mean, we've really tried to dig out everything that we consider to be of interest to to anyone. I mean, you know, the ret- I think the retrospective EPs are like a step even deeper into the archives. You know, there's only sort of there's only so much. Um, <laughs> wow, best just give me a, a copy of the deluxe edition to look at, so I can remind myself what's on it. Um, Is there anything you don't have in that bag? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it hasn't got the demos on it, has it? That's interesting. Oh, it's got some demos on it. I'll take it all back. Anyway, <laughs> um, yes, oh, I can't remember what I was saying now. But yeah, yeah, I guess the point is there's there is only there isn't like a, an unlimited amount of stuff that hasn't been released. You know, it's even like I remember Paul McCartney saying when they were doing that Beatles anthology stuff that they, you know, there was literally nothing left now that was sort mm. of even vaguely listenable and um you know with the retrospective eps i think that's the that they're like the sort of the kind of sweeping up <laughs> effects you know, if, if you're not fussy about quality then here's some more <laughs> yeah basically i mean there's only the the deluxe edition thing is really i would say for the casual listener is there's a lot of stuff that's it's a pretty extreme look at that period in our history um and i you know i'd be i'd i'd be sad if anyone was disappointed with the the sort of the the quality of the songs or the 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 number of songs i think it's a pretty huge amount really um and then the for people who aren't even satisfied by that then i hope that the retrospective eps will will um fill in the gaps but there's i think we probably give more access than than any other band to to all that sort of unheard stuff and rare stuff. Um, sorry to derail things from Keen again, but uh, there's always constant chatter on forums about Tom's solo album. Um, is there any kind of space for that after the night train, do you think? Um, Has there been any talk? <sighs> You mean like an official talk within the band? I don't know um, anything really. Not really. Uh, let me think. Well, there's been a. It's sort of it's one of those subjects that sort of comes up, you know, really just between um, between us, sort of um, once in a while, and I think it's something that he's he's always interested in doing. But um, I mean, it's it's kind of up to him I suppose he's just got to get around to sort of writing songs and recording them uh, if he if he wants to do it but it, again you know I suppose it's a bit like I was saying earlier you, you sort of get to the end of a tour and you think um, wow you know the, I've just got this sort of huge expanse of time ahead of me now but then the next thing you know you know releasing an EP and um, then we'll be doing a little tour on the forest tour and then we'll be sort of thinking about getting the studio and then we'll be releasing an album and the, the whole sort of um you know juggernaut will be uh groaning into gear again um and uh <laughs> you're talking yes. about tom or just <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah so i don't know i basically i i mean yeah it's it's hard hard for me to say i i i truly honestly don't know but i i know that he's i mean he he writes loads of songs and he's you know writes great songs and i i think i think it'd be a really cool thing for him to do and i think it'd be really um 
I think everyone would love to hear it. So I, I, it's it's kind of <laughs> just up to him whether he get, gets around to doing it, really. I just thought that people people will be very angry with us if we don't ask you um, where is Tom at the moment and what is Tom doing because that's all that's all anyone seems to, to want to know well yes indeed um, <laughs> it's all you you want to know some of the time <laughs> indeed indeed um, he I think he's on a holiday I think he's just gone on a holiday yesterday <clears throat> last thing I heard he was stuck in an airport um, having a very long delay on a on a flight, so he's he's gone away for Christmas. Basically, is a short answer to that. Um, yeah. Uh, how about Jesse? Jesse's at home. He's probably in bed. Knowing him, um, he I'm going to see him uh, directly from this uh, event. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, he's probably <laughs> he's probably getting ready. <laughs> he won't be in bed, suiting up. Yeah, he'll just be tidying the house and trying to make everything sort of ready for my arrival. Um, laying out the red carpet, that sort of thing. Um, Jesse's very well. He's been doing a few gigs of his his own with the Mets. Um, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> everyone I've, I feel like I'm sort of uh, I feel like do you know what I feel like I feel like you know on like Richard and Judy or one of those shows where they get a sort of gossip person on <laughs> like on, Fern Cotton has one of those doesn't she like that guy who comes in and does sort of the gossip stories from around they, they, they what's ask, happening in LA yeah what's they ask happening? them about other people yeah exactly so I feel like I'm I'm being asked to give sort of <laughs> insights into what everyone's doing and you know what uh, what styles Richard is uh, wearing out <laughs> this this season um, and and such like and uh, yes I don't yeah they're all um, I haven't I saw uh, well yeah I've, everyone's well basically I've seen like I was telling Chris I've been actually been away the last three weeks so um, but I've seen everyone just before then before going away have you been been anywhere interesting uh, I've been in America. Which was fun. Anyway, more specific. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I've been having a very nice time actually. I went to LA, which was great. Um, uh, I was there for a few days doing a bit of. I was doing a bit of writing with Kathy Dennis, who's an amazing pop songwriter, as you probably know. Um, but yeah, very. Again, you know, like I was saying before, very educational and learn a lot from that. Um, I have no idea whether it will lead to. Um, anything actually being released but um, really fun and it was nice to see the sun actually um, and then I was just on a bit of a road trip and drove up to Seattle to see John Roderick That's cool so uh, yeah really really nice I'm, uh, I was sorry to leave um, so then what are you doing for uh, what are you doing for Christmas um, well, I've kind of been. I feel like only today have I sort of um, been reminded that Christmas is happening very soon because I've um, haven't really because I've been away. I've not uh, sort of yeah, haven't really been thinking about it. But uh, so I'm not quite fully um, in Christmas mode. But uh, I'm just um, having a very quiet Christmas. Going to see some friends on Christmas Day actually which is um quite nice and then um you know a couple of family things basically um yeah i'm gonna be at home i've just moved house actually um and trying to try and uh <laughs> actually uh try and just try and do some music really try and write some songs um which is my idea of uh relaxation it's funny how every single time we see either you or, or Richard or, or Tom, you've always just moved house. <laughs> um, every single time. It was Richard last time and then Tom the time before. And hmm. Yeah, well, it's... Um, I haven't moved house for a while. Um, but, uh, yes... Anyway, <laughs> what more can I say? I know, this is really we, a productive we, area of conversation. We, isn't it? we like we all like to move houses every few months, basically, <laughs> yeah. just to 
safe, safe cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Elton John approach to uh, to cleaning your house. Uh, brilliant. No, thank you, thank you for coming in. I think you know, I, I I think we would just be repeating ourselves if we went over anything else at this stage. Um, uh, Petra Van Vieren would like to run the London Marathon with you. <laughs> um. <laughs> cool <laughs> let's do it uh, well I would love to do that um, yeah, yeah how long is a marathon uh, 26.2 miles Ooh. that is a lot isn't it <laughs> um, now I, I start to understand why why people think it's a big deal <laughs> um, yeah well I I will I think she should do it. We could sort of form a team where I'm like the sort of, I'm the nerve centre. I'll be like, you know, I'll set up with a computer and stuff and have one of those microphones that's attached to my headset and um, I can just sort of encourage her from... (laughs) DJ Keen songs and and words of encouragement into an earpiece. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like a sort of slightly more modern version of... I could be like Mr Motivator or something. Um, I could play some some sort of really bad kind of house music and um, just kind of give a really motivational speeches and stuff down the line um, and she could do the actual running <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got here And so, with the snow falling increasingly heavily outside, Beth and Tim headed off into the London rush hour, where, like Richard, they too soon found themselves snored in. I think we hear they eventually made it home safely, so don't worry about them too much. Good to hear it. Uh, We'll be back in the new year with more podcast fun. Now, remember, we are always ready to welcome new voices to the podcast, so if you want to take part, get in touch. Yep, you can tweet us at twitter.com slash beyondinc. You can mail us at mailbox at beyondtheinc.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail on our new Beyond the INC hotline, which is... Plus 44-33-00-60-11-83. We should stick that on the website, shouldn't we? We should, yeah. Anyway, we'll see you in 2010. From both of us here at Beyond the INC, goodbye and Merry Christmas.